Pushes a bunt to third. James to first. He's out. What a way to end it. And what a way to end a drought. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9-0. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Put It in the Vault podcast. I'm August Fort alongside Bates. Glad to be here. Phil. How are we 6-6 six and six in baseball? Ernest. Everybody hurts, but I don't judge Reynolds. And U.S. Army soldier Hunter Harris. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's start with what Phil said. The baseball team, 6-6 six and six is not, I don't think that's what anybody expected. Starting the year, we've lost two series, one to Long Beach State, one to Tulane. Both teams are obviously good teams, but series you'd really like to see us win. Bates, what do you think has been the key to our struggles early in the year? Uh, it's tough to pin down because it's definitely not talent. We've got that, uh, spades of that, um, and, you know, Losing the hitting coach hurt, but everyone else, you know, is back from the pit, on the coaching side. So you just got to think it might be a, an approach problem, maybe a like a confidence or swagger, some kind of maybe leadership, an intangible that it just takes time to find throughout the season sometimes. And we don't have it right now, but hopefully maybe a leader will step up in the locker room or everyone will kind of start hitting their stride along the way. I think that's the biggest uh, struggle so far. I think leadership is a good is a good thing because last year, you know, you had TA, you had Rowdy, you had clear leaders. On the team, is this year? It's kind of who who is that guy? Yeah. I mean, it could be Brad, but I mean, I think Brad is the guy that people look at. He's been there longest. He's been around a long time. I don't know, but he, we're just really looking for somebody to step up. But I think the biggest problem is the bullpen. But, but we really struggled offensively. I think the bats really came alive this week. And you saw Friday night, everybody hit the ball like that. Friday night was our peak offensive potential, and I think that's very well what we could see out of our lineup. But the bullpen. Outside of Stone Simmons has been absolutely horrendous. It, it, I mean, we we're yeah. really struggling to find guys who can get out. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this week the bullpen through 10 innings gave up 11 runs. I mean, it's over a 90 RA of the bullpen. You're not going to win a lot of games. You know, Saturday's game was really mismanaged. We should have won that game if we would have kept Stone in, but Coach said he was trying to see how Stanett did in the closing role. Obviously, don't know what he was thinking there. Just win the game and worry about trying him out some other time. Phil, what have you seen? Yeah, exactly what you said. Uh, the bullpen is in shambles right now. We need we're looking for somebody who can step up. I don't know if Pete Cone can do it, but um, he didn't even pitch this weekend, and he's been one of our. I mean, I don't understand why he keeps rolling out Tuller when uh, Tuller's awful. Cone's been better as a as a lefty specialist. If your warm up song is Detroit Rock City, you're trash. So I'm tired of seeing Cam Tuller come out, um, but I like I like the way we're swinging the bats. Um, the Sunday game was a little. Uh, we our timing was off a little bit, but Aaron Downs he's been he's been raking all ever since he got put in last Sunday, and uh, I think he's something like batting around five hundred. So. Yeah, but today the biggest problem is we couldn't get a situational hit. Is we couldn't get one hit. We would get the bases loaded, and we just couldn't get that hit. Yeah. Where I mean, yesterday, and I mean, you can't really. I overall on the weekend you can't really blame the bats because Friday we scored nineteen runs. Yesterday we scored ten. I mean that is considerably better than what we've been doing offensively. Like, you look at the game versus Southern Miss, we struck out 14 times. I mean, just the difference between that and what we did this weekend, I don't think you can blame the bats. I thought we were making solid contact all weekend. I just think it's got to – you got to get – because I like who – I can't remember who said it, but we got talent. Uh, we got guys who can throw the ball. We just got to figure out how it works. And the biggest – another biggest thing right now is what, what's going to be the status of Landon Sims. You know, we can only hope he's all right. I mean, every it's pretty easy to assume the worst because – I mean, like his reaction and stuff like that, it's pretty easy to assume the worst. But 
you know, we'd, we'd love to have them back. And my interesting theory is, and I'd like to hear y'all's thoughts on this, say Sims is fine, let's just say it was a scare. What do y'all think about moving Sims back to the bullpen to give us another bullpen arm? Bates? Oh, I've, that's been my hill this season. I mean, he's great to have for seven innings. Uh, you know, to start off the weekend, but I'd rather have him for, you know, four when we need him. I think we um, have better starting yeah. pitching. Like, well, clearly, Preston's a good starting pitcher. He's shown that so far. Yeah. Cade's obvious. I mean, these guys are doing very good. You can argue that our starting pitcher, this, or it's clear with Sims in a rotation, starting pitching this year is stronger than it was throughout the year last year. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. Excluding the postseason, you could say starting pitching is definitely stronger right now. And I think if you move Landon back to the bullpen, it doesn't really matter who you plug in as that third starter. But with Landon and Stone, that's at least two games. Because you could have Landon throw three in the back end of one inning, one game, and you could have Stone throw three on the back end of another. And I just feel like if you're trying to piece together a win, I think you do. Because even with Landon, he's not going to throw a complete game every Friday. You're going to have to have somebody behind him. So if you bring Stone in behind him, then arguably you burn your two best pitchers. Right. You know, in the first game to get a win. It takes two games to win a series. Mm-hmm. Phil, what do you think? I think that's a very good point. Uh, I'd like to see, if we're going to move him back to a more of a relieving role, then uh, I'd like to see him two nights per series. So, uh, him come out the pen and do four four innings one night and three another uh, wouldn't wouldn't uh, upset me too much. I'd like to see him get at least like seven innings of work, regardless if he's starting or not. Um I just think we need one of those arms to step up from the pen now and and be a starter. I think Fristo has the potential, but I don't His know. I don't so know what down. he's been doing. Like literally all off season, what has he been doing? Because I, I would be motivated if I got kicked off the starting rotation um, on a national championship team and all the starters left, and I'm still not starting. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Fristo's. It's. It's got to be in his head. I. Don't, I mean, I don't know how you lose five miles an hour in velocity. Either way, and, you know, we hadn't seen Casey Hunt since opening weekend. He's hurt. I don't know what the problem is there. That could be another. Yeah. He could have a UCL UCL problem too, and they're just not saying anything yet. But I mean, he's a he's a guy that we've only seen once. He could potentially be a guy to be a good arm in the pen or be a third starter if we move Landon back. But, you know, this is all – if we lose Landon Sims, it's really – it's going to hurt our team significantly. Just based on the fact, wherever you put them, we're losing our best arm, you know. Yeah. It, it's hard to lose a guy of that quality and not take a take a step back. But I just – I mean, Coach didn't seem too concerned about it. I mean, I think it's – we're kind of in a little bit – we need to have a little bit of urgency. I think we got to at least split Biloxi versus Tech. I think that's a big series for us. That's a really good team. I'd hate to go 0-2. But then after that, we play Princeton as SEC ball. You know, and, and we do get we get Georgia, who's a decent – I think they're not – they might be ranked. I'm not sure. They're, they're they start, solid. They started off really strong. Yeah, they're a solid team. They've got, they've got good players. And then we play Alabama. Alabama's – they're a good team, but they're on the lower half in the SEC. So we could really – we could build some momentum here. Especially if we play good in Biloxi, you could really see that. Yeah. It was really depressing because we could have built momentum this week, and we were up 10-2 to 2 on Saturday, had the series in our grasp, and then lost it, and then lost today. So, I mean, you, if you would have said in the fourth inning yesterday we lose the series, I'm like, there's there's no way, you know. I would have said there's, there's no way. What's Brandon Smith been up to? Is he he pitched, he pitched Friday night uh, when Landon got hurt, and he pitched well. He pitched yeah, four been... innings, one run. He did what he does, ground ball pitcher, kept the ball in the ballpark. He pitched really well. He could be he could be that third starter. Yeah, you could if we move Landon back, you could Brandon Smith is type. 
He's just got the – he could get hit hard is the only thing with Brandon. Brandon's going to throw strikes, which with our pen, we just need guys. Or with our pitchers, just throw strikes. You know, that's been what's killing us. And then Jack Walker yesterday, I, I feel – I mean, he's not going to see the field again probably. I mean, one inning, five runs, you completely put the other team back in the game. That's, that's kind of hard to do. I mean, he pitched versus Grambling, pitched all right, pitched all right, but – you know, it's just, it's kind of difficult. Hunter? My question is, all right, so you see Stanette pitching, and he's been terrible every game that he's played. <laughs> he um, pitched all right versus... That don't matter. Grambling. Stinks. <laughs> Grambling. He's, a, he's okay. a good midweek reliever. Okay, that's fine. But you say, okay, right, Fristo's lost five mile, five mile on our velocity, but would y'all rather see it as, you know, if we need somebody to come in as a, as a mid-reliever or a long-reliever, I personally, I think I'd rather see Fristo come in if he's not starting. Put him in in the in the fourth he, inning. He was warming up today, uh, and I agree. I'm about fed up with Parker Stinnett. He's just yesterday we put him in the ninth. He goes walk, hit batter. I mean, it's just hard. I mean, it's just, just when you think okay, he's in my head. I'm like, well, if Coach believes in him, I gotta believe in him too. Like they see something in him. Yeah. They keep rolling him out there. Obviously, they see something, but we get the same result. Just about every time. Because, I mean, first though, he, like the, the innings he's pitched this year, he hasn't been bad. He pitched in that midweek game, and he pitched versus Southern Miss. And Southern Miss kind of roughed him up. First though, will get, a, get his chance. He'll have one, He'll have to start one of the games in Biloxi. And that's yeah. another thing. we got to have two starting pitchers yeah. in the midweek versus a very good Texas Tech. I like what our pitching looks like, because I wanted to see what our pitching looked like today. Thankfully, we got six and a third out of Kate Smith. But what in the world is our pitching going to look like? Versus a very good Texas Tech team two days in a row. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Wong is a guy who I'd love to see him throw strikes because he's a guy who can throw 97 from the left side. But we've seen him once versus Pine Bluff, and he couldn't throw strikes versus him. So, I mean, just these guys with good stuff need to throw strikes or it's kind of just useless because if you walk guys, you're going to lose games. It's very early, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it is early, and you know these guys still they still have time to figure it out. Yeah. But, you know, we're – like I said, we're one – we got one more weekend versus Princeton and then it's SEC play. That's I mean, crazy. you kind of you kind of need to have your, your yeah, bullpen kinda... ready to go before SEC play. Now, the biggest thing, though, like I said earlier, is we just got to hope – we got to hope we get some good news on Landon Sims. I, he looked good on the field. He was in good spirits yesterday. I mean, if I felt like my UCL was torn and I'm done pitching for Mississippi State, I don't know if I'd be as happy as I was as he looked yesterday. So maybe maybe it was just a scare. Obviously, he was pitching a great game. Great. I mean, you, you <laughs> great's kind of an understatement. I mean, he was, it was a perfect game, literally. But uh, hopefully we get news out of Landon Sims. And, you know, hopefully we have a good weekend, a good midweek series versus Texas Tech. Now, Bates – What's going on in Ukraine? We, we <laughs> you know, I wish I knew because, you know, it's just been incredible because I know, you know, lining up, you know, I thought it would kind of be a blitzkrieg. Russia would just knock down their door, but just every single citizen of Ukraine is stepping up and defending their homeland. It's just, it's just something great to see. And, you know, hopefully, you know, some more, almost every Western country has given them some supplies to help uh, prolong the fight. And I think that's just a good thing because you really can't let that fall or else it kind of signifies the fall of just all international organizations after World War II. I mean, it kind of signifies if we can't stop the members of, members of like the UN, NATO, whatever it is, um, if you can't protect them, then what was the point of having them? So I think it's important that 
Well, you even though that anything. Ukraine's not a member of any of these set organizations. Yeah, well, they're in, they're in the UN. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're on the verge of NATO. That's why. Oh, one of the main reasons. Yeah, one of the main reasons. So yeah. it's kind of, a, it's important for peace worldwide yeah, that yeah, this obviously. holds up. Yeah, it's a very big deal. Hunter, what do you think about Ukrainian combat? Uh, I think, like what... Like what Vates was saying, I feel like they're literally the rednecks of Europe. <laughs> you you mess with them and you tell them, look, here, here's a gun. Their whole country just comes out and just says, screw it. But I was reading something today that Russia's already dropped 600 missiles on Ukraine. And they have over 95% of their forces already in Ukraine. And the fact that Russia out, outsizes them probably 10 times the size of Russia compared to Ukraine. And Ukraine's over here pretty much pushing Russia back. It's kind of insane. I saw a clip where the police were showing teenagers how to make Molotovs, and and now they're just Molotoving all these convoys. So I Russia, mean, though, they're like pretty much full strength in Ukraine, right? Yeah. I mean, they're like they this over, is about as they, fierce as they can get. They have over one hundred ninety thousand in Ukraine right now. Yeah. And Man, give or take. Yeah. Manpower wise, I've kind of heard that the troops aren't into the fight. They don't. Yeah. They don't really think they should be there. Yeah, it's you, kind of that's a bad warfare yeah, tactic. Yeah. yeah that's, and, you, and you see all these Russians, they're just. You know, they'll be in their convoys and they just get out and say, no, I don't want to fight anymore. Yeah. Just because of how bad they're, like, Ukraine is just giving it to them. And, I mean, I think Zelensky, you know, I don't know his, you know, I never pay attention to Ukraine. I don't know. I don't know what his political views are, but that dude is a bad mamma jamma. And, I mean, just to, just to strengthen your, 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 your country like that and, and to get the whole world back behind you, you know, there's no matter, no matter what. Everybody's back in yeah, Ukraine. And it doesn't, and, and Except for what, China? Look. Yeah, that makes sense. And, yeah. and Belarus, but... <laughs> Belarus is Who cares about yeah, Belarus? Well, uh, Ukraine right now, but... Uh, <laughs> but, no, it's just crazy to see. It doesn't matter what your political belief is. You know, there's always people that are going to be like, well, they, this person, you know, helped Putin. This person helped Ukraine or whatever. But at the end of the day, every country's coming up and, you know, supporting them and, and then giving them whatever they need to stop that fight. Because it's pretty much like... In March Madness, you would think you would look at it and be like, "This is no, this is Cinderella story in a way," because you know you got a little little Ukraine right here just absolutely giving Russia the work. And is it like a thirteen over four? Yeah, it's like six v one on a Viet Cong right now, and, <laughs> oh, and you just man. take them down, and it's just insane, right? Like, I don't know. I've, I've been seeing all these videos of these Russians, you know, calling their mom and be like, "We didn't even know we were invading. We were told it was supposed to be a military exercise, quote unquote." And next thing you know, they're bombing kids in hospitals. And that's just that's just insane. But to see that Ukraine just says, you know, we don't care. Here we are, and that's, it's just it's just crazy. Um, we've never seen anything like it. And the fact that people have phones now <laughs> yeah. to, oh, yeah. to broadcast yeah. it is so much. The, it's crazier. Yeah. It makes it so much yeah. real life. So basically, what was this? You were telling me before we started about the theory that Putin's like got some. He's old and got some mental illness. Yes, yeah, they think there's some illness in him. He doesn't have that. Not you know. The other rest of the world doesn't, maybe not even those tops in Russia know that he's, you know, ill and he doesn't have long to live. And they think... How old is he? I mean, he's in his... Yeah. He's old. Is he really? Yeah, he's That's about 80. Trump's age, right? I mean, yeah, I mean he's, age. he's old. They're, they're all the, the, about the same age. And if you get, you know, uh, any diagnosis could be deadly at that age. So he... That what does that do for the threat of any kind of nuclear... That That's attack. probably the most worrying for nuclear attack is someone who doesn't fear the consequences. Because yeah. they're already fixing to die? Yeah. yeah. That's the... 69. 69. 69. Oh, he's only 69. I, I think, I think, I think Biden's like, almost 80. Yeah, yeah Biden's almost Biden 80. might be 80. Yeah, but still, I, yeah, 69, 70. But if he has if a you're getting, disease. Yeah, if you're getting diagnosed with either mental or physical disease that doesn't give you long to live or yeah. whatever it is. Probably Alzheimer's. Yeah, if it's Alzheimer's. Because they must have forgot how bad of 
Ukraine yeah. is. Yeah. So, so like the United States though, has some kind of middle de- uh, missile detection thing. I'm assuming, right? I mean, yes. Yeah, we if an ICBM gets launched, we know about it. <laughs> yeah. One of our reporters launched. So, like, what happens if two nuclear missiles collide in the air? Like, well, I don't, that's what I don't we, think we're shooting nukes at the nukes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? So, if they shoot a nuke at us, what do we do? There's What's no, the process? There's nothing you better hope live in that area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so you just detect it. Oh, so this area's going to get blown? Well, I mean, when, like when, when, uh, I thought you could shoot another nuke at yeah. us and blow it up in the air. No. no, no. no. You have a bunch of dead birds. But when Korea was getting involved saying they were going to shoot stuff uh boeing created it was like a it was a interceptor missile and if they were to shoot it we were going to shoot that missile at them it's yeah and destroy it. what is it israel has that what? so but it would still block the right? yeah, 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 yeah yeah it's not like it would just like hit it and make yeah, it yeah, yeah 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 no but yeah unless, if, it, if it turns nuclear i don't think it would though right it, it can't right depends on how, how depends yeah on but how, you, Depends on how I guess Ernest, desperate. You were just saying Putin, or base was saying how uh, Putin's possibly got some type of like health concerns. So I mean, like a guy, like there's nothing scarier than the person that has nothing left to lose. Like I mean, Thanks. yeah. Like <laughs> so, uh, it really could. I mean, hopefully it doesn't go that way because if a nuke's fired, I think that's just GG for everybody. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go back to sticks and stones. <laughs> yeah, what Einstein said. We're not gonna have people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope it's not. I mean, if he does launch a nuke, then everybody, then Russia's gonna get wiped off the face of the earth. And, and you, you say that so will we, honestly, because Russia. Well, has, ain't gonna. I mean, if Russia they has one, and we launch thirty. Russia I mean, has fifteen hundred more nukes than we do. Yeah, I, I, I have seen that stuff. That yeah, Russia's have, nuclear supply is yeah, stronger. Have, than but ours. the thing about ours. We have less. They should exist. Like, if you're gonna nuke a place, just nuke Chernobyl and just get it all over with. Well, we have we have less, but ours travel farther and have more radius of an impact. You just don't tell them what we, we actually spent a lot of money at the end of the Cold War to make sure Russia got all the nukes um, so that it'd yeah. be a lot easier to handle just Russia than if Ukraine had some, Belarus had some, Kazakhstan had some. Ukraine we gave handed all the theirs to Russia in like yeah. 2001 or in the 90s or something like that. And But I mean, I, it's stupid. Putin will not nuke Ukraine. That That's... That's a fact. Well, they're too close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and he wants it. Exactly. There's no point destroying what you want. I think it's stupid on our part that Biden went ahead and made it a no-fly zone. That's the stupidest thing I think he could have done, besides sending troops. So what what defines a no-fly zone? Well, Enlighten for us. well for I, I was talking to my dad about it. And I was misunderstood. I thought it was like no one can fly, but it's only American American planes. So obviously, no one's flying in Ukraine right now except fighter pilots. Yeah, but, so the Russian and Ukrainian right. the ghost uh, air forces. Yeah, yeah. ghost of Kiev. Yeah, but but like we he why would you say why would Biden come out and say it's a no fly zone for Americans? Obviously, we're not even sending people there. Why would we send planes there? First of all, it's not our war fight. That's just making Putin think. Oh, you don't want to send people, so now we're gonna have to do something about it. Yada yada yada. So that's the second worst thing in my opinion, besides sending actual people. Because if we sent people to Ukraine right now, that would start War Three before a nuke did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah. you will not, you will not see unless it's volunteers, like people joining like the foreign legion or whatever. Like you will not see a government send people to Ukraine right now. Yeah, because I mean, just like what we were talking You're about, like, American soldiers don't want to go fight Ukraine right now. I mean, they're not. They, I mean, as much no as we want Ukraine to win, I mean, we they're not doing anything. They haven't affected us. Like, there's no motivation for us to go fight. Exactly. Just like Vietnam. It's not like 9/11 when Facts. when we got. Freaking terrorist attack on our land. Yeah, and now if now, soldiers were like, I want to go kill them. Like, yeah, let's yeah, go now, get them. Now, if Russia were to do that, nah. yeah, you wouldn't, you couldn't, there'd be millions of people want to go. Turn to glass. Yeah, want to go kill them. Yeah. But, I mean, 
I think it's it's scary, but I mean you gotta have I mean you gotta have confidence in the country we we live in. You know, it, it's it's a war. I'm and, losing you know, that confidence day by day, but oh well. <laughs> you got yeah, with our leadership, but you know, what do you think the solution to the conflict is, mate? You know, if I had that answer, I think I would be doing it. But uh, <laughs> you know, I think it's just. The only the only way this ends well is Russia pulls out. Um, they get beat down enough. They, they beat down enough. They realize it's not worth it. And I don't think they're that far away from reaching that point. Of I mean, yes, it'll be humiliating, and yes, it would be, you know, just destructive to Putin's ego. Does he kill himself? I, he no. I, I don't think he would. But Hitler I don't, did. This is a little different situation, unfortunately, <laughs> or fortunately. Uh, but yeah. It, that's the only way things go well. If Ukraine falls, um, you know, there's been talk, and I don't know how serious it is, that, you know, there might be a overthrow of Putin or reformation of the government there. Um, because he took there's a lot of power. There's serious protests, right? Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of protests. Even, like, he was talking about the soldiers are getting out and just yeah. quitting fighting. And, and Ukraine's aiding those soldiers, too. Like, the ones that get out, they're, they're showing a complete humanitarian to them. Like The, the Russian soldiers? To the Russian soldiers. No, the they're basically, they're the, they're, they are the same people. It's just, yeah, they're yeah. Bored, you know? I think the only way that it ends is someone kills people. Because I, I feel like, no, like assassination. Because, because <laughs> that, I feel like... I feel that's like, what a U.S. representative You feel so. like he ain't gonna stop. No, I feel like Putin, Putin's the kind of guy, especially if he is crazy or has something wrong with him, that he will, he will send every possible soldier or whatever into Ukraine until there's no one left. I agree. He'll just run that country right into the ground. Well, I mean, they're saying right now, the, the looks of it, uh, their economy is going to be completely just shut sure. down yeah. by, by the beginning of summer. Yeah. And you can't... I forgot who told me this, and I didn't fact check it at all, but they said that... Uh, they told me that the cost of uh, like a ruble is less than a V-Buck or something like that, like right now. And I didn't fact check that, but I was like... You gotta go buy the, the gritty in the item shop with the, with the yeah, Ukrainian dollar? You gonna go to a supermarket in Russia and buy the gritty? I guess, I guess. That's just, it's crazy. And um, might have to assemble SEAL Team 7 or something. Well, you see that there was... No, we don't need that. <laughs> no, like a lot of retired... Um, uh, Ex special forces. They uh, there's like I think nine of them from. What's it called? The Pineapple Express or something. Something like that. Nine of them from America went, and then four uh, former SAS from England. Uh, they all they're already in Ukraine killing people. Mm. They volunteer though. They just want to go kill people. Yeah, those type of people want to kill people. Though, yeah, right. Yeah, they, they, they just born. They just born to kill. They people. were born That's in a awesome. Call of Duty lobby. They yeah. were just like, I want to go kill people. That's you awesome. know, they, they go kill people. Yeah, <laughs> they're like. I don't care where it is. PTSD must be high <laughs> in that family. <laughs> Gotta go kill. All right, all right, Ernest, let's switch it to you. You said you had some stuff you wanted to talk about. All right, so the big thing I've been noticing uh, in the modern dating market, I guess, is a lack of communication. And uh, that's weird because a lot of people, especially girls, seem to prioritize communication. But uh, seems like a lot of people, both guys and girls, uh, either are big fans of avoided confrontation or just straight up ghosting. Like, I feel like that's become an epidemic in our generation. Uh, and it's just, I don't get, like, why people are just so afraid to just talk to each other, just be honest. Like, I mean, not that, like, you've got to be, like, brutally honest, but, like, I mean, just, like, let someone know, like, what's up and then, like, move on. Like, mm-hmm. it seems, uh... So what's going if, on with you? How's yeah, it? Well, <laughs> well, this, well, this happened Give recently. the person I recently got ghosted 
Um, By who? Tell it because like I'm unaware of these situations, so tell the entire. You don't have to give her net ID and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on. I mean, what happened? So I was just talking to a girl, uh, Snapchat for a couple days. Couple days. Yeah, and then I was like, "All right, bet I'll come pick you up. We'll go here." She was like, "Okay, cool." Kept kept on Snapchatting, and then the day comes, the time comes, and just no response. I was just like, "Did she right. talk to you that day?" Uh, no, not at all. That entire. What day. about the day before? Day before we were Snapchatting heavy, like and inst- the next day she instant, didn't snap you at instant, all. Yeah, yeah, just an, and I was, was just a like, stay girl. Yeah, yeah. I told you I'm not. I'm not talking to. Is there an RA? RA? You, no, it's you not said you literally went on a date with a USMRA though. Yeah, I mean, well, that just was by coincidence that she was an RA. So, um, so okay, so the first girl you were snapping her, you were like, let's do this and this, yeah. and then she ghosted you. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about the other girl? What was the situation there? Uh, she's a friend of my sister's. So, like, how did you? When did you set that up? Did she do something bad too? No, she, my sister just said that she was always like commenting, like when my sister posted me, like, "Hey, like, what's he up to?" or whatever. So this was kind of spontaneous. So this one, really. yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I went down there to celebrate my sister's birthday. And you hit her up when you got down there, or was it no, I, before? I hit her up a week before. Like, and I was like, "Hey, I'm coming down here for my sister's birthday. Like, do you want to do something?" And she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, 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 let's do it." But um. Back to the communication. Has thing. she ghost? Has she talked to you since? Yeah, yeah. So you didn't get what? ghosted? No. What? No, this is two different. Girls. I know, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I'm not talking about you. Girl. Girl. I'm talking about the ghost girl. Yeah, she talked to you. No, I just went ahead and added her on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's no point. I'm just like, you gotta stop on adding them. What Why? Did, you, did you say? <laughs> yeah, what's, what, what's going on? You, All right, hold on. She hold literally on. did not text me anything that day. Day of the day. Yeah. She, did you say anything to her at all? Yeah, I doubled. I double texted her. What? And she didn't reply. Didn't was it on snap? Yeah. She would. She didn't and, open it. No. And you but, you, chat, but you knew she was active. Yes, I blue chatted her. Oh, she definitely most that. likely. That, she was like, swiping. Saying, but and, um, I waited till a couple hours because it was supposed to be at seven. I waited till. What were y'all supposed to do? Stagger. Go to stagger. stagger you were gonna go to a bar and yeah. get food. Yeah. And again, and I'd never been. I was like, I figured this might be a cool place to go. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe she was down. She was excited. She, she must have PTSD. Like I said, staggering. the night before, she was snapping me like instantly. And y'all, when was the last time y'all talked about the night before? She literally brought it up the night before. Yeah, I was and then she like, ghosted you. Yeah, like so, I mean, I was like, I don't know. That's I mean, messed I up, man. So yeah, so I, it, it's just weird to me. Was she like, like an eight nine? No. Which is why that's also <laughs> part of why I was just like, you said you ain't slumping no more mid. It, it was, was mid, like, wasn't it? Though? She was a, a little bit above mid. Let's say maybe like a seven. She had good qualities? I don't know because I didn't get to hang out with yeah. her. So, yeah. Um, I mean, is what it is, I guess. Maybe it's just personal experience, but I feel like we're operating on an inverted bell curve now when it comes to most topics. Like, people are either on one side or the other, and there's not. It's not like what's the x-axis of a bell curve the x-axis of a bell curve yeah that's a good question i need to go look that up but it's just you don't know what's a what is a bell curve you know what no like a bell curve just means that the majority of the population lies in the middle okay okay and an inverted bell curve would mean that the majority of the population lies on the outskirts so what would the middle of this bell curve be well i'm just saying the middle in general on on good people not, not necessarily good or bad people like just uh to give an example politics for example (laughs) <laughs> okay so like it'd be people that are just super conservative on one side and then super liberal on the other and i'm just like a lot of the ideas that we have or whatever are kind of similar like and 
if but it seems like most people are just on one side or the other they're just not wanting to hear what the other side has to say and i'm just like a lot of our a lot of the core ideas like line up and are the same but they're just worded differently like that like it was like two weeks ago or whatever but i was watching uh cnn then i went to watch fox i forgot what the topic was then i saw msnbc and they were all talking about the same thing but Every different news source was like... Talk about the State of the Union address? No, it wasn't that. It was before that. But every different news source was like over-dramatizing it and just making it seem like it was a big deal. Then I went and read what people had written on all three platforms, and it was almost the same info. I was like, so this is the same stuff. But all right, so are, are you going to be talking to girls more or not? That's what the well, people yeah, want to know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, More dates just, coming up? I mean, hopefully. Do you have a date lined up for this week? Box. No. You better not. Don't no. go to Bob's. No. Don't ever go to Bob's. Bob's is like... Bob's is made. It's not sponsored by Bob's. Ain't no, 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 no free ads. Yeah. I mean, Charlie... Bates, what's this here about? You got a girlfriend now. Uh, I don't know who your sources are. <laughs> I don't want to check that out. <laughs> Do I need to check that out? Reported by TMZ. Yeah, that's about. I don't know. They're pretty reliable. They're, they're getting the news <laughs> first. Yeah, fact. Is that fake news? It's called Kobe and Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that fake news, Bates? Uh, yeah, that's going to have to be fake news. Mm. That's all right. So, so you think we're rejecting the offer for state basketball to get to the NIT or no? I hope we do. Yeah, I, I don't want to be that garbage. Yeah. I hope we do, too. I don't. NIT shouldn't get fake. Well, I mean, it's good. It's it's a good thing for teams who are close to making tournament to go play and get guys more experience. I mean, yeah, of course, like it's like a bowl did. game. You want to go play more if you can play more. But We know, got a lot of good postseason experience if, last yeah, year, yeah, but we just didn't player. make it this year. But the roster we have, we're going to be losing a lot of guys, and we're going to be losing a coach. So I don't think it just makes sense to accept an NIT yeah. invitation. When I get the drop from the coach, I got you all right, all right. Sean, you gonna say it on the mic? So Sean Miller. For our loyal listeners on the Put It in the Vault podcast, Ernest, what are we doing next Saturday? Do you know? Uh, we're going to be in Paris uh, heading to Sevilla. Shout out Loic. Oh, we might have to go visit that man's house. I'm not sure if he's going there for spring break or not. He might have golf, but. Who's this? They have golf. They have golf. Yeah. Right uh, they have a good time over spring break. But are you excited, Ernest? I'm hyped. Uh, I'm not hyped to start on this paper, though. I'm going to start that tonight. Uh, that's going to suck. But, yeah. But you, you're feeling good about the, the Spain vibes? Yes. We started to get real excited now. Yeah, somebody close. in the group chat said that they don't start doing dinner till 8. And I'm like, that's kind of – That's that's, kinda, that's dead. Like, I, yeah, they eat late overseas. Do they really? They so do. I had a, they, I they have eat a What time they eat lunch at? It's like it's like a whole afternoon affair. Like you go out for a couple hours and okay. eat a drink. That's because so like, they have to have a, a siesta. There's yeah. no there's no lunch. Oh, you, oh, there is. It's like, you know, it'd be like noon to two. You know, like at two hours. Oh, okay, so it's like, like a full. But dinner dinner is you know you're eight nine o'clock. Do they not work? Do they have snacks? Oh, I'm sure they have snacks. They have tapas is what they call it. You go for a little tapas in the afternoon. <laughs> We gotta we gotta go to the beach, Ernest. Ernest wants some yeah, tapas. Times. That's gonna be probably the the main objective for uh so was it Friday or Saturday? I don't know. Casino then or beach then. Oh, we forgot about the casino. We need, Ooh, we might man. need to hit that up first night. Might need to hit yeah, that up first, first night. night. I I'd say that till the end and just blow all the money you have left. Base water trains like in Europe. They're good. I would highly recommend. The How fast are they? The, well. They do it in kilometers an hour, so I have no idea. But they seem fast. Get you from point A to point B. Yeah, because I think the train ride from Sevilla to Cadiz is like 
two hours, and by car it'd be like an hour and 15, which of course car is probably a little bit more straight route, you know, point A straight to point B. But I mean, that's, that's not, trains gotta be going pretty fast. Yeah, and I'm not trying to get put in jail for not having an international driver's license, possibly, so, you know. You what, are you going to hijack the Uber? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, I can rent a car. You can rent a car. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can yeah. rent a car, but... You'll be turning 21 in Spain, right? Yes, sir. You'll be 21 before Spain. I will be 21 before Spain, which is kind of whatever. But, you know, we're looking forward to Spain. Hopefully, the baseball team can give us some momentum before Ernest and I head overseas to where I don't know how I'll watch Mississippi State baseball. I don't know. I can't... Was it like an eight-hour difference, Bates? Yeah, it'd probably be seven. Yeah, I'm not gonna sleep over there anyway. But thank you all for listening. We'll hope to have you again next time.